Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Most of the time when the songs are playing here on the Hawk and Tom Show, we have Tom talking about food, uh, Kato's talking about going out partying and food, and then Tori uh, from our digital department, she is talking about food. I prefer to think of myself as a food correspondent. Okay, all right. I'm a yeah. connoisseur. Yeah. And even Tori goes, well, it was how long before we started talking about food today? Yeah, exactly. We made it an hour. That's <laughs> good for us. <laughs> Usually we start out talking about breakfast, and then by the time it's lunch, I'm already looking at the flat. I'm eating at the flat today with a friend on Woodruff Road, and I'm already <laughs> looking at the, I've been there several times, but I still look at the menu. Well, I heard uh, you and Tori, you talk about places to go, like fun places to go, and have a toddy or have a little drink. Yes. Yeah. We're, well, we got, our, we got the brewery. Um, yes. Craft beer passports from the station. That, yeah, yeah, you know, okay. We sell here. Uh-huh. And so we were talking about which brewery. We're going to do something this Saturday. I guess your husband's coming, I hope. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. going to be very awkward if he's oh, Okay, not so that's your first date with Tori, huh? So, and that, yeah, I was going to invite you guys in case you're not doing anything Saturday. We're going to go somewhere and okay. have a brew. And Tom's face looks like he's trying very hard to think of something that's got him busy on Saturday. No, <laughs> I was just asking if my kids would be able to come to the brewery or not. Yeah, yes. we need a DD. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my kids do. are not old enough to drive yet. I had a friend whose fourteen-year-old picked us up. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, but I mean, they do allow them in a brewery. It's a you know, it's okay. just a hangout restaurant. Well, speaking of that, I have the pet peeves of bartenders. These are things that bartenders hate about us. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> they <right>. love me. <laughs> do they? You tip well, don't you? I tip very well, and when I walk in, they know exactly what I want to drink. Some of the annoying things that they've surveyed, the bartender said waving at the bartender. Oh, no, you yeah. don't. He or she does not like that. Yeah, well, there's a reason we're waving. They know you're there, though. Oh, they, uh, yeah, yeah. they do. And here's what I used to complain. I would go, this is back on, I don't know if Game Time's even still around. <laughs> Last time Tom was out was back what in just two, happened? 2010. <laughs> so yeah, I was it's there. Not, it's yeah, not, it's I not there. there I'm standing at the it, bar near the front, and I'm waiting, and the guy goes down the line. One to the, he gets right before me, and he stops, and he goes back to the other end again. And, starts go, and I'm like, I tip well. I wanted a beer, which is not a lot of work. And the guy just, it was like he deliberately was ignoring me. He knew who you were. I probably <laughs> <laughs> That's Tom from the Hawk and Tom Show. Yeah. My best friend is a bartender or was a bartender, and she used to talk about how annoying it is for people to wave. And I, so I never know what else to do. So then I just awkwardly stare at him, and I feel like that's probably not much better, but I don't really know what to do. 
Okay, well, don't, don't wave. Don't snap either. Yeah, don't snap your fingers. <laughs> and I've never done that. That hey, seems hey, demeaning. I'm over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so bartenders do not like that. They say um, getting tipped in change is something that they don't like. Well, it may be because it's too little or something, but I mean, if they're giving you a bunch of quarters back and you say, put it in the jar, yeah, what's what wrong with that? What if, what if it's 14 cents? Well, then you're yeah. not tipping enough. Well, I'll, I'll give them that 14 cents, but I'll also give them a dollar. Right, I, and yeah. if they don't like that, then yeah. I don't care. Throw it on the ground. Okay. Don't get pissed. You got it with me. No, all right, pet peeves. <laughs> well, oh, yeah, that's scary right there. <laughs> you people at game time better watch out. Uh, Is that that guy at the end of the bar down there saying that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, being asked by name, like, what, what, what's your name? They'll ask the bartender, what's your name? So they get annoyed by that because you'll be hollering their name for the next two hours. Hey, Ted, Ted, give me a beer, buddy, like your best friends. They do not like that. Yeah, and I know it's funny because I know some of the bartenders – and they know me from seeing each other, but I don't know some of their names. But I don't call them, even the ones I do know their names, I don't call them. Okay. I do that with waitresses, though. I they usually introduce themselves, yeah. but if I've forgotten, I'll say, what was your name again? Because I plan on calling it if I run out of Coke. I like the name tags on waitresses. Yeah. Yeah. That way you can. Or when it's at least tattooed on their arm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Except sometimes that's not their name. <laughs> All right. And, Kato, you might, because I know you're an expert in this area, and Thanks. since you have a uh, Tory bartender friends, something that uh, upsets them. But the last one I have is bum-rushing the bar and barking out your order before you've even been acknowledged by the bartender. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, and you're, like, spreading the people out that's at the bar, and, like, you just button up to it and tell them your order. You know, if you'll, there's an eye contact. Like all you gotta do is watch the bartender, and at some point they'll look at you and go, "Huh, like, huh? What you want?" Yeah, okay. And you order. But then I panic when they make because so like I'm sitting there at the bar and I'm like, "Okay, this is what you want, the, you know, margarita, margarita." And then they look at me and I'm like, "Uh, uh, uh," and then they walk away and I'm like, "Crap, margarita, please." That's the thing they hate too is people who don't know what they want when they I come. I did. To them. I just panic. I'm gonna rethink Saturday's plans. <laughs> <It's> safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But if they give you a little wink or whatever, like, "Hey, you know what? You'll be up next. You're yeah, gonna be the next person in line." Yeah, but, I didn't get that. If I got that, I would have played along. But I did. I got either avoiding eye contact or he made eye contact, but he never came to me to order. But but you face it. You know, it's kind of like when I'm at a party and I'm not drinking. You're the only one not drinking, and you got a bunch of people drinking around you. I've and never experienced that. Yeah, <laughs> but you think about these bartenders, they're dealing with those people all night long. That's another yeah. thing that ticked me off. I usually stayed relatively sober. Yeah. I ordered a beer or two, and I was easy to deal with, and yet I was treated like crap. And if you don't think the bartenders are sneaking around doing a shot of their own, they <laughs> oh, are drinking. Yeah. I, I buy shots from the bartenders and, the, and my servers. What a great job. They'll come to the table, and they'll look around, make sure the ball's in, looking, and cheers. Oh, quick okay. Light. It's a tip. I tried to bartend in Savannah, and I my first order, it was like 15 drinks, and I just looked at the girl next to me, and I was like, you got this, I'm done. It made me panic. You quit your job right there? I went back to just doing the shot tray. That was easy. <laughs> she's the shot girl. told she's... me about two jobs she's quit already today. Yeah, I'm surprised she's still doing our digital stuff. <laughs> got about a week left. <laughs> All right. You were a shot girl, huh? Yeah. Wow. Okay. My wife was a, a terrible waitress, she says. She said she would forget orders, spill stuff. She just couldn't. It was not her thing. That's the only thing I've never done in the restaurant business is, well, I've never been a bartender either, but I've never been a server. Well, you can't really talk about Tori because you actually started a job at Burger King and quit the next day. 
Uh, but I really quit that night. They just didn't know it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I got an eight dollar paycheck. <laughs> Hawk and Tom on B ninety three point seven. We were just talking about pet peeves of the bartenders, like uh, waving at the bartender, trying to get their attention, stuff like that. I got signs, you're the old creepy guy at the bar. Okay. Signs, you're the old creepy guy at the bar. You're at the end and the bartender never comes over to you. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that was Tom's story he was telling. He wasn't even old. I was, like, yeah. like compared to some of them. All right, signs, you're the old creepy guy at the bartender. You keep pointing to your boots and ponytail. I didn't do that. Okay, all right. Uh, you, that was you. You can't dance because your sciatic nerve is acting up. I couldn't <laughs> dance, period. <laughs> Bouncer asks if you're looking for your daughter. That's a sign that oh. you're the old creepy guy. Okay, I have daughter. had people say that my they thought my wife was my daughter. Yeah, well, oh. she's younger, way younger. Yeah. She calls you daddy. And no one <laughs> else. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and no one else is doing the running man except you on the dance floor. What's right. the running man? <laughs> I'll show oh, you. That's <laughs> <laughs> the old dance. Oh, my God, I can do that. <laughs> I got a swollen ankle, too. <laughs> I can do the sprinkler, too. Okay, that's oh. nice. That's nice. Oh, I got to lay down. Hawk and Tom on B93.7. We are super excited that Tori has joined the staff here at B93.7. She's yeah. brought on to do our TikTok and videos and digital, mm-hmm. and she's right next to the studio in the office and so she ends up coming in on the show a lot a lot and so we talk to her and we get to chatting and we find out the most interesting things yeah she weird today (laughs) she mentioned a moment ago on the air that she quit one of her jobs almost immediately because she couldn't handle dealing with too many orders of shots as a waitress Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. that is that a correct synopsis of it yeah Tell, tell us the story again what happened I don't. I don't remember all the. I think some of the shots. It was like you had already drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I was working at a bar, of course. But no, it, he just came up and he ordered a lot of stuff that wasn't like Bud Light, and I just kind of blinked at him a few times, and then I got one of the other bartenders, and I was like, "You're back on the shift," and then I just went back to being a shot girl. Because that okay. was easy. They'd be like, I want a shot. And I'd be like, here are your only options on this tray. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Earlier yeah. in the show, we were talking about something privately. Foolishly, you confided in me. Mm. And uh, you shared with me that you have, like me, a fear of spiders. I'm not doing a Torture Tuesday with spiders. No, 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 no. This is not this is not Thinking about, about it, I'm sweating. <laughs> okay, this is how bad she is with spiders. Because I'm actually, I, I have mixed things. I don't like little spiders that scurry around, but we brought a tarantula in one time, and I was totally cool with it. Just to let you know, we have some great friends at the zoo, the Greenville Zoo, that brings in yes, critters for us, and they crawl all over you. My heart is pounding you know just talking about don't this. Don't do this to don't. her. You hear Kato, me out before computer. you guys go okay. on with this, okay? okay. Right. Because there's a picture I was going to show. Okay, don't stress her out because I, I want to tell I'm you why. So Tori told me that she took a job at a museum or a zoo. Is this a zoo, right? Uh, Yeah, yeah, a wildlife center. Wildlife yeah. center. And so she had been doing all the stuff they asked her to do, mm-hmm. and they said, hey, you need to go feed Rosie. And so she said, well, what does Rosie eat? And she said, <laughs> Rosie her, O'Donnell? They said, it, <laughs> they said crickets. And so she thought, oh, maybe Rosie is like a bearded dragon or some sort of Which lizard. I love. And you got over there, and Rosie was a rose haired tarantula. A tarantula. Oh. And so what did you do when you found out you needed to feed a tarantula crickets? I would like to say that I quit. But in reality, they kind of fired me. She said, no, I'm not feeding a spider. And so they fired her. 
So she basically quit her job because yeah. she was not going to feed or get anywhere near a tarantula. Okay, well, I can understand that. If you are that scared of spiders and that is your job to feed the spider that they've paid probably a lot of money for, right? you you need to do that job. I'm but nowadays, you could probably have sued I for your disorder of arachnophobia. I, I'm offended. They discriminated against you. I would have happily tossed a cricket across the room until right. I got one in the cage. I didn't have to go near it. I felt like they were jerks because if they knew that she was truly that afraid of a spider, I'm sure someone else could have dropped the crickets Time in the cage out. and let her do all the other things you were feeding, right? right? Yeah, I had a lot. I had baby alligators, snakes, bearded dragons, all, and I loved all of them, but I'm not messing with a spider but who goes for a job that where you're gonna feed animals she didn't know they had spiders what you've not been through the museum or whatever to see hey i like this place i'm gonna try to get a job here yeah i avoid those rooms at any like zoo or anything else but the arachnid room you knew they were there they're harsh spider. aren't they no we're not harsh i just like, feel like i'm being a little critically i it's, agree it's, it's like you know what it's like i'm going to work at mcdonald's oh i have to make a big mac i don't i can't make a big mac I'm okay a i'm a vegetarian yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a difference in that and being afraid of a spider you guys are so funny <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry but um but it it's kind of funny to me. You've basically quit a few jobs really quickly upon a moment of fear. I feel like this is not heading in a positive direction. <laughs> I'm afraid that they're going to scare you into quitting over don't to- show her oh, this idea. I can't find the picture. Thank goodness. Which one? The one of us with the thing on our heads? The big spider. Yeah, I, I've oh. got one somewhere of me with the tarantula on my head. But we we wouldn't do that to you if you were that deathly afraid. I'm shaking. No, I'm literally over here not. shaking just thinking about it. They did it to me. Well, well, you weren't that you're such scared. a fan favorite. Spiders. Everybody loves you, so that's why you get to do all those fun things. <laughs> I just work in the digital team. So that's I'm, true, and she did not sign the contract you did. Well, you know what? Yeah, we can I'll do one out. of those digital filters, though, and just put one on your head. <gasps> you <know, laughs> what is fake it? You know what? Actually, in school, I had yes. someone with the, because um, tarantulas molt. and so someone, tell, tell us what that means. Uh, basically, they shed their skin, but it looks like two spiders in the cage. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's gross. And that's gross. so my science teacher had one, and they took the molting around, and one, a girl in the class put it over my shoulder. I cried hysterically. I mean, I was like in one motion out of my desk and in the corner of the room crying over the Did they feel molting. bad? No, they laughed. Oh, wow. Yeah. I feel bad for her right now. You know what? Her parents didn't even sing Itsy Bitsy Spider to her when she's a little girl. Scared <laughs> <her> so much. <laughs> Itsy Bitsy Poodle. <laughs> Climbed up the water. Spider. How did it get up there? Yeah, that's weird. That's weird. I have to write that. Okay. The sun came out and the poodle rotted out. Oh, gosh. It just got dark. Yeah, well. Well, I mean, how would the, what would the poodle do? It's stuck in the spout. Yeah, um, so I feel like we've learned a lot about you today. I feel like we've learned about your fear of spiders, not just an, uh, but you have a phobia. Yeah, yes. I'm working on it. And you also will quit a job if you suddenly feel nervous or scared about it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Too long. <laughs> when Burger King said I had to work till 2 a.m., I got scared. Yeah. Kato was out, man. He, did, he, he was like, I won't be in tomorrow. Yeah. I'm going to go to Amazon and see if I can get some fake spiders. Oh, what a jerk. <laughs> yes. I'm going to put in my two weeks. <laughs> you better hurry and get that prime delivery, Hawk. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7.
Getting all geared up, ready for Valentine's Day coming up. And uh, the cards, the flowers, the candies, all that good stuff. Well, when it comes to saying I love you, who says I love you first? Is it the man or the woman? (laughs) Now, in Cato's case, he has said I love you across the bar uh, the first night. (laughs) To someone he's never met. Yes. He's actually talking to the shot. Yeah. Well, yeah. I love you, Cato. He falls in love at first sight a lot. Okay. Well, when it yeah. comes to that, and, and feel free, I, I want to know something else about your I love you moments. Like, uh, where was your I love you moment? Because that's a big deal. You make, you're like, okay, I want to tell this person I love them. It is. Yeah. I, I still remember with my wife and I, yeah. I, in my mind, I see that place and I see that moment. Yeah, and you're connected. And, of course, you tricked your wife mm-hmm. into saying it. So yeah. it happened in our bedroom in, the, um, in front of the dresser. I had, uh, we had gone somewhere. We came back, and I had gone in my room to get her present. for. I think it was a, like a gift and a card. Okay, yeah. And in the card... I had written out this thing, and I, and I said, I love you in the card. Oh. So she read it, and she turned around to me, and she said, I love you, too. And so she was the first one to say Technically, it. Technically, yeah, say it, well, yes. Yeah, say it. And then she's like, crap. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, you tricked me. Yeah. 70% of the time, it is a man who is the first to say, I love you. That's yeah. interesting. You would have almost thought the opposite. Tori, <laughs> did your husband John say it first or you say it first? Yes, but I almost slipped and said it first because we were very early in and I was like, I need to lock this guy down. And that's the thing. I think women want to say it, but they're just scared. But they also know to keep their mouth shut. And the guy's like, I love yeah. you, baby. Thanks for the chicken sandwich. You remember, you know, I had a girlfriend and I said, you know, I love you and I'm not going to date anybody else. And she says, okay. Oh, wow. She says, <laughs> that was she's like, like, I'll let my other boyfriends know. That there was oh, worse. She no. wasn't going to. She just said, okay. She just said, well, you can do that if okay. you want. I'm yeah. not. I, I like, said, thank oh, you. are you going yeah. to do the same thing? <laughs> oh. Hey, yeah. here's the worst thing you can get is when you say I love you and they say I know. Mm-hmm. Oof. Or aw. Oh, that's even worse. Bless your heart. <laughs> so where was your I love you moment? That's so sweet or mm-hmm. that's so cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you remember your I love you moment? Uh, I remember when I almost slipped and told him, but I don't remember where he told me. How okay. did this slip? Aww. Tell us the slip very story. Very unromantic. Yeah. Uh, we were in Hilton Head at his parents' house, and we were just goofing off with our dog, Coda, and playing. And I don't know, just something about the way the light hit. And I was like, I love my dog. <laughs> <laughs> did you say we were doing a weekend at Hilton Head with his parents? Yeah, I think she did. I think she did Fancy invite pants, us. Yeah. She invited us to Hilton Head for the weekend. Yeah. Y'all come on. Okay. <laughs> well, for most people, they say I love you at dinner. Really? Well, you know, the first at, one? At a nice dinner. Okay. Yeah, they'll plan a nice dinner and they'll say it at the dinner table. Okay. Some have not planned so much and they say sitting on a couch drinking a bottle of wine. Okay. Wine that could be it. okay. Depends on the circumstance. Do it. <laughs> okay. On vacation, people plan I love you moments like how great. You might be at the Eiffel Tower and you're like, oh, you know what? I'm going to take this opportunity. I don't think it's just planned. I think they have unplanned moments there too. You could also do it uh, uh, Gaffney Peach. Just drive under the peach. What exit? Exit ninety. <laughs> peach. I love you. Or John's Doppler. Oh, John's okay. Doppler still down there. Yeah, that John's not, not there anymore. Not, no, now it's Chris's Doppler. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. Who's Doppler? Did you not see that big thing on Channel 4 where they did, uh, they passed the Doppler on to Chris? No. Yes, it was a big ceremony. I haven't driven down that part of 85. Yeah, it's it was a big, big Doppler. Thing. It was almost like dropping the ball at uh, New Year's. New Year's, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, they passed the Doppler on to Chris. You know, think about it. We've got to the north, the peach, to the south, the Doppler. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. To the, to the east, the egg and Newberry. Take Thank back goodness now, they got them separated because that could be a mess if they were to get together. <laughs> okay, they say. Uh, okay, here's an unusual one. Someone said they did on top of a Ferris wheel. Said, yeah, I love you. They're trapped. Oh. Yeah, yeah, they're right there in that little cart, and they're on the top. It's like I want to take this minute to say I love you. That would be horrible if it didn't go well. <laughs> I know. Because well, yeah, then you're stuck at the top of the Ferris wheel, going, "Oh, you do." Okay. This is awkward. Uh, I want to get off this ride. <laughs> Thank you for that text. That's scary because that maybe means the other person is either really bad at guessing how social things work or they want to put you in that spot so that if you weren't thinking that, you'll play along and not. There's almost very few good answers to that. Where was Oof. your I love you moment at the top of a mountain, someone says. I know someone who tried to do that. Yeah. They asked mm-hmm. their, their soon-to-be wife to marry them, and it was like on a mountain or something, but it was raining and cold. I've seen that, too. It was a true crime story. Yes. Yeah. I think it was the same one for mountain. me. <laughs> All right, a fireworks show. Someone said fireworks show. Oh, that can yeah. be romantic. You can it really, though? You're like going, hey, I love you. Well, you're getting too close to the fireworks. <laughs> That's also good, though, because you can play it off. They're yeah. like, what'd you say? And you're like, I love, I love, my love dog. fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but you're looking so negatively at it. I mean, you hope they're going to say, I love you. Yeah, well, if you're doing it in a fireworks yeah. show, there's a chance they might not. Or at one of those loud sports bars or something. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, someone mentioned an Uber ride. Okay. No, I just loved my Uber driver for getting me home. At mm-hmm. least you got a video of it then. Okay. Two-star rating. Too awkward for an Uber. And then finally, where was your I love you moment? Working out at the gym. Oh, my. <laughs> I love Spot me. You. Spot me. <laughs> That just doesn't sound romantic at all. Well, but you know what? They might be, you know, workout partners, and sometimes the feeling just hits, and you say, "I love you." Have yeah, you ever done that? No. And then the other person's like, uh, they yes. don't say anything. Several yeah. times in a night. Yeah. Well, we know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just depends on who I'm talking to. This is kind of like asking people to marry you and how you do that. And Tori, you don't know this, but I asked my wife to marry me right before Christmas at her parents' house. We were having a big, you know, Christmas thing, and so I. Asked her to sit in this chair, and I got down on the knee and asked her to marry me. And fortunately, her brother was dating a girl at the time who was smart enough to start taking pictures. Aww. So we actually had pictures of me asking. But then we were getting ready to go to Florida to visit my parents for Christmas, so we didn't tell them. And we reenacted the whole thing in front of my parents. Oh, wow. Yeah, but they on, didn't know that it wasn't the first time. But on the <laughs> video, it says reenactment. It says drama, <laughs> dramatization. <laughs> <Paid> actors. Yeah. <laughs> well, my wife's kind of paid. Okay. And at the beach, someone says, I love you. At the beach. Is that Hartwell or the other one? Anderson <laughs> Beach. <laughs> we got a text that says, fishing in the middle of the night. Oh. Her husband told her. Okay. That's a good country song. Oh, you and me going fishing in the... D- no? No one? Yeah, I think so. I like yeah, yeah. And you got to include something about a night crawler and, and putting the worm on the hook. And a cooler of beer and a sandwich. Dang it. Let's go write that country <laughs> song awesome. right now. <laughs> it. It's already been written. All right. <laughs> Hawk and Tom on B93.7.
Here on the Hawk and Tom Show, we like to help people out and keep you out of trouble, guys. Really? (laughs) We're going to remind you right now, Valentine's Day is coming up on Monday. Yeah. Don't forget, Mm -hmm. get the card. I actually want to talk about this because I have the top things that people want for Valentine's Day. All right. Men and women both say a card is the number one thing. Really? That's the bare minimum. That is, you need to get a card, make a card, write a letter, but do something. Nay. Okay, Tori comes in from left field playing the part of a man trapped in a woman's that's body. That's true, that's true. <laughs> yeah. You don't think a card is, is the thing that's important on Valentine's? No. You're just going to throw it away. Or you feel guilty and you keep it forever, and then you have a stack of cards to do what with? I got a stack of cards. It's like, you know, it's got my grandmother's writing yeah. on it or my mom's writing on it. I mean, yeah. it's weird. For Valentine's <laughs> Day? <laughs> no, no, that's just weird. Yeah, it is. Yeah, no, yeah. but I think moms do that for Valentine's Day. You don't send your mom flowers you used to. Yeah, but I'm just saying... Yeah, I, I was thinking more of couples in this particular yeah. instance. Okay, but still, you might, you know, that you see what he said about you in 2016. Yeah, I mean, I have cards from grandparents and stuff, but I was thinking more Valentine's Day. Eh. So if John it. writes you a nice little note inside of a Valentine's Day card, that's not going to be special to you. I mean, it is, but then you feel bad because, I mean, you got to keep it. You can't throw it How away. How hard is it to keep a little stack of cards yeah. somewhere? Over the years, they pile up. What? Wow. One a year? I'm like, well, you got 52? <laughs> like, one a year? Are I you don't playing have cards, Hawk? No, I'm just <laughs> saying, if you're saving one card from, and y'all, I mean, how long have y'all been married? Uh, coming up on five years. Wow, you got to save five cards. Yeah. That's space for something else. He's mocking you. Yeah. There's not much space. But that may not be the only card she's getting for Valentine's Day. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I was my parents' Valentine date up until John. So thank you very much. I got cards from them. I want to go back to school when I'd put a folder stapled Uh together on the back of my chair and all the kids would drop Valentine's. Can we do that in a neighborhood? No. No, it's a bad idea. Let's do it here. Because I didn't ever get any. They didn't have the rules back then that everyone had to get them from everyone. It was like I was—you knew how popular were by how stuffed full your desk thing was, and I had to put stuff in mine to make it look good. And none for Gretchen Wieners, huh? None of you get that, but some people will. Okay. Mean Girls. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, Gretchen Wieners—that's quite the name. Yeah, that was her name. Thought that I'm was glad. somebody you went to school with. All right, let's let's move on from Tori's weirdness and uh, <laughs> let's go through the things women and men want. Okay. So right. women want a card. They'd mm-hmm. also be happy with flowers, chocolates or candy, a nice dinner out, and jewelry. Okay, can it be technology, anything like that? That was not in their top five. I'm mm-hmm. sure the problem with technology is if you if you say that you're talking big money and you look greedy. Because technology is usually expensive, like a phone. Okay. Because I've done that. I've gotten my wife an iPhone for Christmas or for Valentine's before. And, you know, it was just the timing was right or whatever. But that's a lot of money. And most women aren't going to ask for that up front. Yeah. I mean, jewelry is not inexpensive either unless you get Dollar General stuff. Well, I used, to, I used to buy my wife the real expensive stuff. And then she went through this thing where she liked these... Uh, designer brand cosmetic jewelry is still expensive, but wasn't going to be worth anything in a few years. Well, uh-huh. technology you can get the like Valentine's Day earbuds, those you know, 
AirPods. Are they shaped earpods. like a heart? AirPods. Ear <laughs> they don't no, fit no. in your ear wrong. Man, that's romantic. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what about men? Men also want a card. But their next thing on the list is a nice dinner out. Yeah. They like chocolates or candy. Uh, they also said a little romance. And then in fifth place was nothing at all. He said little. They don't want anything. And you know, I know couples, they, they agree they'll go to dinner, but not to exchange cards or gifts. It's Valentine's Day. They'd rather spend that money toward the bills, I guess. Well, or- has Valentine's Day come, become too commercialized? Yeah, I mean, it really has. I mean, think about it. Look at the price of a dozen roses on Valentine's yeah. Day versus a week later. It's, it's price gouging for those that are in love. Uh-huh. That's also, I mean, Hawk, he avoids all that. He just goes by the cemetery and grabs some flowers. It's oh, fun. gosh. Yeah. He yeah. got that for his mom last year for Valentine's. At, at least get them out of the trash can. I know they have a lot in there. You go. Oh, more you mean at the cemetery? Yeah, because they'll yeah. put new ones out on the grave side. Oh, and you know what? They'll how, throw the old ones away, and you, you can find a lot in there. Hawk likes the fresh ones in the grave side. How about a florist? Like you go by the dumpster behind a florist shop. I'm sure they got some old stems and, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and thorns. Yeah. <laughs> Something <laughs> tells me your romance game needs some work, Hawk. A bouquet of You're giving thorns. out old flowers from the graveyard or the florist shop. That's probably going too secondhand for most ladies. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, There were a few other gifts that make it pretty high on the list but weren't in the top five. And technology was mentioned, electronics, nice meal at home, clothing, wine. Those were all things that were nice, too. Technology's like, hey, I got this video game for me, hon, and you. Happy Valentine's Day. Let's go play. It's if she (laughs) buys it for you, that's okay. No, she gets it for you, and then she has to sit there and watch you play it with the remote unplugged for her. No, nobody else is the younger sibling. (laughs) I've never, ever seen that before. So you'd play with the remote unplugged? Oh, yeah, my it. sister used to do that when I was a kid. She would be like, yeah, no, you're definitely playing, and my remote was unplugged all the time. I, I did that with the kids. Like, my youngest wanted to play, but he was too, I mean, it's yeah. too advanced for him, so he would think he was playing. That's That reminds me of the time I thought I was drinking hot sake at Irishai, <laughs> and it was hot water. Yeah. <laughs> You'd had too much. See, yeah. you don't need to be tricking. <laughs> don't be tricking people. Wow. Yeah, okay. I, it was still good. Saki, by the way, is on the uh, list as well. Well, it was was there with wine and all of that. Uh, Even some of the women said they would like nothing also. But uh, there's one other thing I didn't mention. I'll go ahead and admit it. Women are also more than twice as likely than men to ask that their chores be done for them as okay. a gift. So <laughs> if the guy would maybe wash the dishes, do the laundry. Change that light bulb. Something that, you know, would make them feel good about themselves and not have to do that work. Nothing more attractive than men doing stuff like that. Changing light bulbs, fixing the sink or whatever else. Oh, Even great. if it's not broken, go over there and tinker and pretend. My wife loves that too. It cranks her tractor. It does. If I tinker, it's going to break. That's, how <laughs> I, that's why I don't touch anything that breaks in my home. I break it worse. Yeah. But you tried. No, not anymore. <laughs> I, I still somebody. fix it. My wife loves it when I fix stuff. It's attractive. Thank you. Now, have you seen his butt crack? That ain't attractive. Oh, <laughs> I've, I've seen him under a sink. <laughs> okay. First of all, what were you looking for? Well, I, just was, tried, I was just in the back handing you, don't you remember? I was handing you all the tools. He was holding the flashlight for you. Okay, but why was he looking at my butt crack? Well, everybody could see that. <laughs> it was smiling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's frowning now. <laughs> this is weird. This is weird. <laughs> Y'all are weird. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, you want to sound more professional at work? 
Doesn't sound like you do. <laughs> hey, no. y'all, you want to sound more professional at work? <laughs> I have phrases that supposedly make you sound unprofessional at work. Those are some that I use quite often. <laughs> and I also have the suggestion for what you should say instead. All right. So first one is, does that make sense? Does yeah. That make sense to you I guys? do that a lot, actually. Uh, okay. But they, it's, I feel like I'm asking them... Did you understand what I said? Okay, but that is the unprofessional way to say that. Okay. You should say, what are your thoughts? Yeah. That doesn't sound like it's good an answer to me because you're not asking them what their thoughts are. You're asking them if they understood it. Oh, no. Well, not necessarily. Like I just posted about the Delta no-fly list on the Hawk and Tom page, and I put, what are your thoughts? I could say... Does that make sense does that, to you? Does this make sense? <laughs> a no-fly list where you get banned on all airlines? That's different, though, because when I say it, I'm trying to make sure the person understood me. Like, I'll tell Tori, oh, we need to do this for our TikTok. Does that make sense? I'm not asking her, does the idea make yeah. sense as a good idea? I'm like, did you understand what I was saying? And no. I actually, do you understand what I'm saying sounds a little more rude than does that make sense? <laughs> okay. Right. But if you say, does that make sense? They say it's unprofessional. Instead, you're supposed to say, what are your thoughts? Or I'd like your input on this. So that forces a person to say whatever mm. they're thinking about it. So you'll find out then if it does make sense or not. Yeah, but you, you're actually, to me, it seems less direct to the actual okay. question that you have. Tom disagrees with that one. I do. So you feel free to disagree at home if you want. Tom, what are your thoughts? I didn't understand uh, it. He already said his thoughts. <laughs> Next one is, you want to sound more professional at work. Uh, the unprofessional thing is to say, maybe we should try. Instead, you, you should say, hey, let's try. Let's try. It sounds more positive. So the word you, maybe makes it bad. Yeah, maybe makes it questionable. Like, maybe we should try. But if you go, hey, let's try, it sounds more positive And like, hey, we're going to take, we're going to do something in this scenario. I'm guilty of work. that because a lot of times I want to not commit myself to when it doesn't work. Yeah. What if they say, okay, let's try then? And I'm like, ah, did I say that? Yeah. <laughs> I should have said maybe we should try. Now I got to do more work. Yeah. 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 And if it fails, then you're on the hook for it. Yeah. So maybe is a nice way to kind of sponge it off on someone else. Or should we try? That like puts that. it yeah. on them. So, but yeah, when they say it and you say maybe and it doesn't work out, you can always go, I said maybe. I didn't <laughs> say you definitely should. Okay. Right. If you want to sound more professional at work, uh, they, you'll say phrases. This is unprofessional. I'm not positive, but, or I'm not sure, but what you say instead is whatever you're going to say after the but. So don't just stop at the but. Okay. Huh? Well, I'm not positive, but, and then you'll just, they won't say anything. And they'll just like kind of leave it there. So don't stop at the butts, what they're saying. <laughs> what? Why did you start laughing? I don't know. I'm pretty it's sure just, not stop at the butt is unprofessional. It's, it's not weird. <laughs> yes. Um, so I'm not, sh I'm not, I'm not positive, but, and then they just leave you hanging. I didn't understand. It's I've more, never heard of that. It's more professional. Constructive criticism. Yeah. Okay. So well, I'm not positive that this is not going to work out like exactly. You think it's going to. Maybe it's not. Yeah. I mean, maybe we should try it. Okay. <laughs> so here are the phrases that make you sound unprofessional. Sorry to bother you. They say you should say excuse me instead. 
See, but I think if you do that, I'm like, oh, they thought you did something at that point. Like, excuse me. (laughs) I always say sorry to bother. Yeah, I read somewhere you're not supposed to say sorry at work at all because it makes you sound weak, apparently. So Mm. instead, like if you're late for a meeting, don't say, oh, my gosh, sorry. You're supposed to say apologies. So you don't want to say, sorry, excuse me. (laughs) That really makes you sound suspicious. I told my wife, she says sorry too often. I mean, sometimes she puts blame on herself when she's not to blame. And so... I, I was like, you should quit doing that because it, it almost makes you be blamed for things you shouldn't be. And she was like, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you making her feel guilty? Yeah. Okay. Well, no, I was actually the opposite. I was saying sometimes you end up getting blamed for stuff because you say sorry when you didn't need to say you were gotcha. sorry. You didn't do anything wrong to begin with. All right, I got four in a row you should not say at work. Needless to say, in my opinion, for what it's worth... If you know what I mean. You know, a lot of people, they'll say that, and they go, if you know what I mean. And the reasons they say you should not use that, it's just unnecessary filler words. See, that's where they come up with this. This is someone who wrote this, and they don't live in the real world. (laughs) Because filler words are there to help you buy time to think of what you're going to say next. I got a bunch of them, like, uh... That's an unprofessional one. Uh... That one, too. uh, And that one, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) That one's just not even good. People won't think you're human anymore. Boing, boing, boing. Now you're just being stupid. Wow. If I ever do that, I'm trying to think of something I'm to walking say. away. You're doing it right now. <laughs> These are just way too much to remember all this. I'd just rather not speak to anyone at work. Well, they say it's, it's a good thing to do. Or just be yourself. <laughs> I think mm. there's a couple of nuggets in there. I think you should avoid mm. words like maybe. It makes you sound less sincere or, or less certain of yourself. You shouldn't apologize for everything that you do, but there's times when it's a good idea. <laughs> and I think, generally speaking, you just communicate. And never say, bing, bing, boing, boing. <laughs> Maybe we should wrap this up. Like the show, forever? <laughs> Does he make any sense? Does he make any money? <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.